Hello, it's time to build your empire. Sophie Zolman, owner and founder of Sophie Zoe Virtually There For You, is sharing the secrets to building a better business and taking back your time. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to Building Your Empire with Sophie Zoe. I'm excited for yet another amazing guest uh, this week. As you all know, I switched this season to be having guest experts on every single week. So you only get to hear me talk a little bit, you get to hear them talk a lot. Um, so that being said, this week's guest, Betsy Clark. She's been a successful entrepreneur for 43 years. Her mission is to help women let go of feeling like an imposter or struggling with perfectionism. She breathes life into women's businesses and helps them leverage and monetize their unique brilliance. Supporting women to live more fully, focusing on what they need to quiet their mind chatter so they can hear the whispers of their heart. Living out her tagline, your mindset matters. Our cur her current business as a mindset chaplain transformation partner parallels her work in interior design. It just expresses itself differently. Previously, she created Beauty with Paint. Now she uses words. Betsy supports women to find their voice, stop doubting themselves so that they can flourish in both life and business. She encourages, empowers, and equips women to step into their brilliance and be a leader worth following. She, Betsy has lived in Colorado Springs for the past 30 years with her husband and dogs. She and Archie are truly happy campers. They travel frequently in their truck camper to play with their kids and grandkids to soak up the beauty of Colorado and the Wild West. Betsy, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you, Sophie. I, I've been really looking forward to this. It's, we're going to have fun. It's going to be a juicy conversation, I can tell. I'm, I'm so ready for that, and so is my audience. So let's start it off with that question I ask everybody. What is your best advice for business owners who want to scale from six to seven figures and beyond? Are you ready? I'm ready. Don't believe everything you think. Ooh, I like that. Definitely go deeper. What do you mean? Okay, so you know what? Here's the thing is we we don't question our answers. Have you noticed that? We just go on autopilot with our conditioning and, and the stories we tell ourselves. And the truth is, Sophie, how recently have you upgraded your computer? How recently? Um, about a year and a half ago. Okay, I just got a new laptop for Christmas. So you and I are constantly upgrading and updating our computers, right? Our operating systems. Yes. And most of us are living on outdated operating systems. See, we're conditioned between the ages of like three and eight. We're like wet cement. Have you ever seen a sidewalk that's just been just been laid and it's wet? And it makes easy impressions. Yes. You know, that's where we take and write our names in or do little hearts or something like that. That's what we're like when we're younger, like three to eight. We're like wet cement. And so those things of life come in and make deep impressions on us. Some of those are good impressions and some of them are not. And those are the things that form our worldview, our mind loops. It forms how we think. We're conditioned. That's that's just how humans are. But if we stay there and not question our answers and believe everything we think, we're living someone else's answers for our life. Does that I make sense that. to you? 
It makes absolute sense. And, you know, I love the way you, you talk about it because there's, there's people that, that bring up the same kind of concept, but a lot of times they bring it up in a way that really doesn't make sense to a lot of people. And I think the way you're bringing it up makes a lot of sense to almost anybody because, you know, you're right. It's, you know, you're thinking what you were taught, what you were learned, how you were raised, your parents' stories, your grandparents' stories, you know, the way they lived life. And you don't question it. You're like, oh, well, that's how my mom and dad did it, or that's how the family does it, so that's how I need to do it. Because there's that that level of, I don't want to disappoint mom and dad. Even if mom and dad are long gone, that still hangs over people. They have to get to the fact that, you know, you're grown up, you're on your own, you can do what you want. And that doesn't mean you have to continue to do those things if they're not right for you and if they're not going to bring you success in any area of your life. So I love that. So what what is one or two things that you tell women or help women do to break some of those stories, to end some of those paradigms and, and shift their mindset to be able to think what is true for them and works for them as opposed to what they've been told to do all these years? So for me, I, I've always been taught, you know, you need to fix yourself. You know, something fundamentally is wrong with you. I was told as a young kid, you know, you're, you're stupid. Here comes Beth. She's so sensitive, you know, those kinds of things. And the truth of the matter is that's old news. How can I not throw the baby out with the bathwater? The things that were important, the traditions, the legacy, the heritage, all that stuff from our family is important. And I'm not saying get rid of that, examine it. Is this, what evidence do I have that this is true? That's really a primary question to be asking. I wish I'd, I'd, I have a kaleidoscope over there on the other side of my office. But what I do is I talk about a kaleidoscope moment. So play with me for just a second. Pretend you're looking through that kaleidoscope and you see this pattern of beautiful colors and shapes and symmetry, right? And I want you to take a snapshot of that image. Okay, all right, so now you got that. I want you to take the end piece and I want you to turn it a quarter turn to the right. What happens? It shifts, it changes. The, the picture changes. Yes. Okay, so now, Sophie, I want you to go back and turn the quarter turn to the left. Get back to that original picture. Okay. You can't do it. Right. So here's the deal. Once a shift happens, the whole picture changes and you can't go back. That's the premise I bring to the table as a mindset chaplain. So what I fundamentally am asking women to do is to marry their head to their heart so that they live an integrated life. Follow your heart and use your head. Because people feel like it's an either or, but we right. we need to be integrated so that we're living the life that we're designed to live based on our operating systems. You have strengths I don't have. I have strengths that you don't have. 
But so if you pretend this is you and your brilliance, you're like a star, here are your top five strengths and here are my top five strengths. And we think we're supposed to be well-rounded individuals, which we can't be. We can't be everything to everybody, right? But if you come and you shine in your brilliance and I come and shine in my brilliance and we come like this, we're like the cogs of a wheel. Together, you and I can move mountains by shining with who we are, not who someone has told us to be. That's living authentically. That's living an integrated life. And so we have all these money stories going on in our heads that don't serve us well, that put a limit on our beliefs. And it's that's where the glass ceiling is. It's inside our head for most of us. And so Suzanne Evans has this great quote that is so tweetable. Money is not the most important thing. And yet it touches everything that is. That is so true. It really is. That's a shift. That's a paradigm shift that will serve us well instead of just chasing the almighty dollar, which I, I don't think your audience does. But many people can get caught in that cycle. So what's for you? What aligns for you? Right. And well, and, you know, and I think of, you know, chasing the almighty dollar is what a lot of people do do. But if you're chasing it for the right why, the right, you know, you're living your purpose and your why, you're chasing it because of something you truly want and desire that mean that is your definition of success is totally different than chasing that mighty dollar. Cause mom and dad said I had to get a college degree. I had to get a career. I had to climb the corporate ladder and I am miserable as I can be. Who wants that? That's the wrong, that's the mindset, the paradigm that drives them to chase the mighty dollar but in a way that is not fun for them, is not success, not truly successful for them, that, you know, doesn't make them have that integrated life, business, man, you know, work, all those different things. I love that. One thing I wanted to ask. To can, I, can, I, can, I, can I go back just one thing? Yeah, go ahead. To address what you just said. I would love to have a paradigm shift here because the truth of the matter is, Sophie, I don't make money. I don't have a little pow- a little printing press down in my basement that has green ink and I don't make money. I receive money commensurate to the value I provide. And so there's a huge shift with Suzanne's definition of what money is and this whole idea. I mean, like it hit me like a ton of bricks. And when I got that, I tripled my income in one year during COVID because I don't make money. I receive money based on the service I provide. And that it's, it's about the process of being authentic as opposed to the gimme, 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 gimme. I am giving and I'm receiving. And a lot of us have a hard time. We're super good givers. And then we get exhausted. We're over givers mm-hmm. because we're lousy receivers. And when we're giving, we're in control. When we're receiving, oh, we are so vulnerable. Yes. And and so many people are raised to, you know, it's all about everybody else. You know, you, you know, taking care of yourself is 
selfish and how dare you, you know, take a nap? How dare you take time for a manicure? How dare you take time away from your kids, your business, your husband, your, your spouse, your partner to go do something for just you. So many people are raised with that paradigm and that story that it's not okay to think of yourself first, to do things for yourself first, to receive money for the services you're providing or the product you you sell, whatever it is, because we're taught that it's wrong to do stuff for ourselves and to take care of ourselves. It's all about everybody else. And and I love the the way you say that in the, you receive money for the services you provide, you don't make money. And that's something I'm definitely going to take away from this and incorporate into my daily language and, and how I talk to myself and how I talk to others because, you know, I still call it making money until that very moment where you said, I'm not, I don't have a printing press for dollar bills down in my basement. I don't. I do. I receive money for the services I provide and the value that brings to my clients. So, oh my gosh, if my people didn't take that away, they definitely need to because I'm taking that away for it, sure. It's a, it's a game changer because you're not tied to the results. I give service that's a value. And because of that, that's my, my aim. Then I just take the money that comes my way. It means that money comes to me effortlessly because I am providing value. Yes. I love that. I, love I can that. control that. I can control the value I provide. I can control what I think, but I can't control what comes to me outside of providing value day after day after day after day. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. You know, that, that for me, as someone who's read, you know, the Go-Giver book series, um, you know, they, they it talks about, you know, giving is the first step to receiving. And so many people don't look at what they're doing as giving value. They think it's work. They think it's, you know, they don't see it as giving. They, they see it as work. And if you look at what you do as giving value and receiving money for that, whether it's a paycheck in a job or whether it's us business owners who are doing our own thing, it's still you are giving of yourself, your talents, your what, whatever it is, and receiving money in for that. And it's so much different than saying, yeah, I work nine to five and I make 40 grand a year. That sounds so horrible. Whereas it's, it's draining. It's, it's, yeah, it's draining. It's exhausting. No wonder so many people are like in that kind of headspace because, and that's what I love that this can be applied to someone who does work in a job and they're not a business owner. This applies to everybody. However, they make a living, however, they receive money for the work that they do. Stop looking at it as work because work sounds bleh. I am giving of myself, my service, my time, my whatever it is that you do to receive money for the value that brings to my company, my boss, my client, you know, whatever. I love that. I really do. So I'm there's there's a, a piece to this. That there's a backstory to this. Okay. So. The struggle ends when gratitude begins. Yes. And when I have connection with someone that I can give value to, I am so grateful. 
because then I'm fully expressed. If I can share my wisdom and what I've learned and my expertise, I'm grateful for that because if I don't have clients and if I don't have prospects, I just sit here in my office and look at my dog and think, well, now what? So I'm grateful. So it doesn't feel like a struggle anymore. Stuart Brown asks this question, what is the opposite of play? What comes to mind? Most people and, and even me in the moment work. Right. Play, work. You know what the opposite of play is? Is depression. So that's why a lot of people are disengaged at work because it's a struggle. They haven't brought the playfulness in of not being tied to the results, but being. I use playful words. I used a kaleidoscope. I used wet cement. I used playful stories that the little kid in each one of us can relate to. So what does it look like to be a little bit more playful in the words you think and the words you use? I love Mel Robbins' uh, The High Five Habit. You just high five yourself each morning in the mirror. Like, that's ridiculous. It's playful and it's powerful. It's fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what's fun? I like one of my forms of exercise is a weighted hula hoop. I do it twice a day. Man, I sweat like nobody's business. I laugh because I feel like I'm five. It's It's not pretty. I don't let my dog see me. I don't let my husband see me. But I bring play into all aspects of my life. That's the mindset so that people are going, hey, what, what's different about you? I want more of what you got. What are you drinking? And I'm just drinking the joy of being playful and using words that excite and invite people to play. I love that. I really do. And, and there, you know, there is so much need for that in the world today and has been for years, not just since the pandemic. It's been an ongoing struggle for the world and in general for many, many years. It seems like the more we advance, the more we don't, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a catch 22 um, in, in so many respects, but I love all this and this is amazing. So Betsy, tell my people where they can find you. Do you have anything to give them or do you have any offers that they need to check out? Because I can tell that they, that I know that there's plenty of people out there listening that need to listen to these, this podcast. They need to learn from you and get, because I know a lot of people are sitting there going, yeah, how do you play at work? I have a boss looking over me or I, you know, this, you know, I got to make money. And it's like, we got to get that. We got to get more people shifting and doing what you're, what you're doing here. It all begins between your ears. Fear lives between your ears. And a lot of us have had to shut down because of reciprocity and, and fear and all those kinds of things. And I'm here to, to challenge that way of being. If that's not working for you and you're drained, try a different way. So what I have is grace cards that you will love, accept, and forgive yourself. And the definition of forgiveness I use is to let go of the past you wish you'd had. You can rewrite your story today by extending grace to yourself. So 
Um, we'll put the links below. They can go to my website. And if you, you would have to give me your, your mailing address so I can mail these to you, but I've got uh, a bunch of different grace cards that cost you nothing. But the thing that I'm most excited about is I have an accountability journal and it isn't about journaling like the traditional journal. It's a series of exercises because a lot of us have great ideas but we don't hold ourselves accountable. And the people who succeed are the people who are willing to do the thing that's inconvenient when it needs to be done. And the way we can assure that things get done is keeping the main thing the main thing. And that can be done through accountability. So that's what I would love to offer is a, uh, access to this Be True to You accountability journal and also these grace cards. And I know we'll be putting the links below, but my website is... Uh, coach to strengths.com and it's coach with the number two and then strengths plural because I really believe that if we will come from our strengths instead of always looking at our weaknesses we can get out of the I need to be fixed mindset and Sophie the truth of the matter is the only thing that needs to be fixed are stray cats and dogs you my friend and your audience do not need to be fixed I love that. <laughs> no, well, you know, and I have to say, uh, you know, I I have gotten past that by coaching. You know, it. You know, I used to be that way, and I used to be told that you need to be fixed. You're broken. There's something wrong with you. You know, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. And you know, and for me, believe it or not, it all started several years ago before I even started getting coaches and whatnot with reading The Secret. Hmm. Reading The Secret really opened my eyes and mind to what's possible and to the fact that, you know, oh my gosh, yes, I can see my mom's this in me and my dad's that in me and this, oh my God, I I, yeah, I don't want to be that way. I don't want to do that. And, you know, and that's what triggered me to start pursuing people, information and whatnot and now I'm connected to you, which, you know, it, I attract people that help keep me in that right place in my mind that, that, that doesn't let me, I call it my train. I have a train in my head and I got to keep that train on the track. It can't go this way, which is the, oh my God, life sucks. I made a mistake or whatever. And the other one is, oh my God, everything's perfect. And I don't have to do anything different. This is perfect. I can just ride this train. And it's like, no, you got to stay on that middle track. That, that middle track, keep the mindset going, the chatter out of there. I love it. You're reinforcing a lot of what I have learned and am doing, but you've also given me something new. I'm sure you've given my listeners something new. So thank you so much, Betsy, for being on the show today. I really appreciate you and what you've brought to my listeners and to my listeners. Thank you for showing up today. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so. And I will see you all next week. Thanks, Sophie. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Building Your Empire. For more tips on business building and living your best life, check out our website at sophiezo.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Have a great day.